Welcome to Holding Center, a podcast created to help you own and hold center stage, not only on show day, but also in your life. I'm your host, Ashley Markham, owner of Myo Strength, and joined with me is my co-host, Ashley Spoker, owner of B&B Fit. Let's hold center. Yo, what's going on, Spilks? Welcome back to the to the lower 48. <laughs> the lower 48. Oh my goodness. It's good to be back. It's definitely good to be back, but yeah, it was super nice to be away. Um, so yeah, I was obviously out, as I'm sure a lot of our listeners noticed that I wasn't talking last week. But um, yeah, I was in Hawaii. It was great. Family vacation. A lot of good things happened. My younger brother proposed to his girlfriend, so I'll be getting a sister, which is cool because I don't have one. Um, but it was really awesome. It was amazing. Um, the weather could have been a little bit better. It rained um, for most of the time. Oh. But Ew. yeah. Yeah, but and then it was like really, really windy. I mean, you have to think that was like February, so it's like their winter, but it was still like 75. So it wasn't like horrible or anything. The one yeah. day we got to the beach and it was like pouring, so we left. But then the other days it would only like sprinkle for like five minutes. So we just like waited it out and then the sun yeah. went back out. So it was it was good. It was it was much needed. I haven't taken a vacation like that in probably five or six years. So good. Was- so it was like long overdue. So long overdue. How is how's your week been? Good, good. Um, business is doing pretty well despite like it being kind of like the middle of winter. It's funny that it's like middle of winter, yet you see that I'm like wearing a sports bra because it's like 70, gonna be 80 today, and you're like bundled up in a blanket. And I know you're not feeling good, but you're still like snuggled in. So yeah, the weather in Charleston is starting to be spring. Um, gonna have to start mowing soon. Ugh. Uh my garden is like doing well, so like I I up potted my, my plants from the nursery. So they're, they're undergoing a little bit of shock right now. And then we'll see kind of like how it goes. I kind of just said, fuck it. And started just like planting in the ground. So we'll see if it takes, um, again, I'm just trying to have fun with this and learn. So if it doesn't take, it doesn't take, but we're just, we're just having fun doing a new hobby stuff. And then Eric and I were doing a little bit of budgeting, um, because we like kind of like overspent the first couple of months of the year, because we were seeing his grandmother, I'm out in Cali. And that mm. kind of like, dug us in a hole like we always pay our bills like the only debt that we have is like obviously our mortgage and then student loans but like we always pay our bills so we were like we need to kind of real back spending so what we decided to do is when we have our dates is every month we're going to pull out 125 dollars in cash and kind of do like the cot the cash envelope thing where it's like you spend out of the envelope because it kind of hurts a little bit more so now we're like picking and choosing our dates and so we're going to like go out to dinner like for him at least once a week and then have our coffee dates. But then instead of going out to dinner twice, which is kind of what we have been doing just to get out of the house since the weather's been really nice and we've been cooped up all winter is on Wednesday or Friday, we're going to go get me ingredients so I can make him a baked good. So not only do Mm. I get to like love on him and make him like a baked whatever, but it's also a hobby. So I feel a little bit good and we're spending time together. And while he's enjoying his baked good, we're also going to play Scrabble. So it's going to get us off our phones and more present with each other. And I think that's just like, I wanted to share that because like, I know a lot of people can get frustrated as bodybuilders because they feel like they can't do other things. And it's not that you can't do things. It's learning to be creative with your time, especially with your significant other, whether it's your boyfriend, your husband, your girlfriend, your wife, like being creative and thinking outside the box and being more than just going out to eat and drinking and stuff like that. Like there's so many activities that you can do that are a little bit cheaper where you can still have fun and grow and strengthen your relationship. Oh, 100% agree. Like, so me and my significant other, we've been together for three years now and we have, when we first got together, neither of us had social media. Um, so we played a lot of card games. We still do that. Um, we read books together. Um, sometimes we'll read the same book and then talk about it, or we'll just lay there and read our own books. And then we also do this thing when it's nice out. Oh my God, it's it's like my childhood. Like it feels so good to do it. I don't know why, but we'll walk to this um, park by his house and they have like these beams and they're like wooden beams. And I just like play like gymnastics. Like I'm doing like cartwheels and sh- I mean, I'm not really good at it or anything, but like, and he'll just give me like scores. Like, oh, like that was a one out of like 10. I'm like, dude, that was a 10 out of fucking 10. But like just things like that to like get us outside and to just like joke around and be like silly because it, you know, with, a lot of people think like, you know, like you said, with bodybuilding, um, 
you like or just in society as a whole there's nothing else to do but drink and, and go out to eat and that's yeah. so not true Mm-mm. no eric and i play games all the time in the car like he'll be like what do you what do you think about this and it could be a current event or it could just be something where his mind like goes off and it's like hey what do you think about this and we just kind of like talk and you know daydream and play that way and it's honestly a lot of fun because then you get to hear like the other person's perspective and it's like you can still learn about the person even though we've almost been together for a decade so it's like you could just you're just always learning but the thing is you have to make it an effort and a point to do that mm-hmm. I love asking people questions like what do you think of this like you know like x yeah. y and z because I want to know like their thought process because that's what intrigues me about people yeah same same but what are we talking about today we're talking about our favorite health subs so this is actually a request from you guys so one thank you so much for like having a request for a podcast because we do this for you guys. Like we want to provide content and value so that way you guys learn, explore and become better. So don't be afraid to be like, Hey, can you talk about this? Especially if it's a struggle thing, because chances are, if you are struggling with something, not only have Spilks and I probably have felt it too, but there are going to be other people experiencing it. So never be afraid to reach out, but we're essentially going to go through our favorite health supplementation and why we use them personally and, or why do we program for our athletes. So this specific podcast is just going to be talking about our health subs from like general health, gut health, um, maybe a little bit of hormonal health and, you know, sleep support as well, but we're not going to go into performance types of supplementation. We will do a separate podcast on that because I think that deserves its own attention without this being like a two hour podcast, because I don't know about you, but after like 30 minutes to upward of 60 minutes, I'm clocked out. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Off the top of your head right now, like what would be, what's your favorite supplement to program? Like just one. Fuck. This is hard. Like because supplementation is so like bio individual in my opinion, Mm -hmm. it's really hard just to pick one because obviously every athlete has different needs. And so it's like, it's really hard to just pick one when it comes to that aspect. But I would have to say, this is going to be really boring. I'm going to have to say vitamin D3 and K2. Shut up. That was, that's my favorite, dude. Yes. (laughs) Only because of the, like, not only because of the fact it has a lot of benefits, but like 90% of the people are deficient in it. Yeah. It's so so not sexy, right? It's so not (laughs) sexy. I was thinking like I could have done Morphomega because Morphomega also has D3, K2. And plus you have that extra, like, anti-inflammatory support from the the fish oil powder on top of natokinase, which actually reduces clotting and supports your immunity. But at the same time, it's like some people don't want to take eight fucking caps. Like I love Morphogen. They, they use so many clinical dosages, which is why they have a lot of caps, but some people don't want to be like having a fish tackle box like I do. So it's like, listen, if we can just get like five to 10,000 IUs of vitamin D, K like D3 K2 like in a person's programming that's going to help with their heart health their cognition their immunity bone health hormone support and the reason why that K2 is there is it works in a synergistic role to help with D3 absorption and like you said most people are deficient anyhow so like we kind of like knock out you know two birds one stone type of deal so yeah not sexy but it's still a wonderful supplement and I program it for every single athlete because <laughs> they're probably deficient, especially when this time of year, when they're not getting selling exposure. Yeah, definitely. And also vitamin D is a fat soluble um, vitamin. So it's really important to take it with meals that have a fat source in it. So like pre and post workout, not probably going to be ideal because if you bought Ashley's um, pre-workout um, ebook, then you know that fat sources should be low pre and post workout. But so I always program it as usually I, I don't like to be like meal one. Cause if they're a morning trainer, that's not going to be ideal. I just say, put it with your highest fat meal. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're the same with that, but you know, it doesn't have to be necessarily your highest fat one, but you should have some type of fat sources, um, while you're taking it. Yeah. You bring up a good point. Like around my training around anyone's training, now is not the time to superdose your vitamins and minerals because a lot of them are antioxidants. And here's the deal inflammation and stress in the body is created equal in the sense that your body doesn't distinguish between lifting weights, which is a good stress and a good inflammatory process versus like having like a gut issue or having an autoimmune condition. It's still the same 
anti-inflammatory cascade with how the hormone works. However, you don't want to like already go in taking your omegas, your vitamins and minerals to suppress this type of inflammation. So you do want to program, you know, smart when it comes to when you're taking your supplementation. So I do take all of my stuff in the morning. However, on Saturday, when I train in the morning, I do not take my Morpho Mega, my Morpho Multi or any, anything other than like, you know, my Morpho Drive, which is my GDA. Like I try to keep supplementation low. So that way the liver isn't working overtime, trying to like process these supplements. And I will just take it away from training. Now I will say with vitamin D, it is actually important in the morning because it actually is a really important part of your circadian rhythm. And so it actually does help kind of regulate clock proteins in the body, which is essentially just fancy speak for, it makes your circadian rhythm, your sleep wake cycle a bit more normalized. So when it comes to like hierarchy of importance and what you're choosing to stress out about, I would much rather you take your vitamin D in the morning. So that way sleep is regulated rather than be like, oh my God, I can't take it around training. I have to take it at like 3 PM because that could potentially cause a little bit of sleep dysregulation. So at the end of the day, like don't stress out about these things. They're not that important, but just a little bit of tidbit information for you. Yeah, really, really good stuff. So you mentioned two other supplements, um, multi and omega, right? So um, multi is just going to be your comprehensive multivitamin, you know, minerals to support your overall health, antioxidants, anti-inflammatory, immune support, uh, mitochondria support, hormonal support, all of those basic things that not basic because our body does do a fucking lot. But when most people think of vitamins, they think of, um, you know, those multivitamins that have a lot of your vitamins and minerals. Um, mm-hmm. And newsflash for you guys, those fucking gummy ones don't do shit. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm sorry, but they don't. I don't know if you remember this, but like, I remember growing up, like, we're about, we're relatively about the same age. Did you take like vitamins growing up? Like did your mom? Oh yeah, the fl- the Flintstone gummies, bitch. Hell yeah. Yes. Oh my <laughs> god, I'm pretty. Sh- I don't know if mine were gummy. I feel like mine were like chalk. Mine were the chalky ones. Yeah, but you had the chalk or you had the gummies. But dude, that was the, the kid. The thing about being a '90s kid era is we had the chalk Flintstone gummies, and then we had fucking green ketchup from the Shrek promotion. Like oh. that's what we had. <laughs> I forgot about that. I didn't eat it because it weirded me out. Just because it was green, I knew it was the same shit. Oh, but was- I can't. Yeah, no, no, no. But the thing about Morpho Multi, and we're specifically talking about Morpho Multi for a reason, because you have to understand that there are different levels of absorption when it comes to different vitamins and minerals. And so why I like Morphogen is one, it's formulated specifically for making sure we have enough like zinc, selenium, copper for thyroid support. A lot of multivitamins are just vitamins, right? But this is actually a multivitamin and a multivitamin as well. So it's really good for overall better absorption of these nutrients in the gut, but also is really formulated for supporting gut health and thyroid health because it contains more than just vitamins and minerals. It actually contains things like elderberry, garlic, lithium, SAM-E, which SAM-E is important in regulating methylation and hormone detoxification. And also has a lot of other things like nadium and boron to help with sex hormone support. So it's not just a mineral and a vitamin, it's a bunch of things to help support your body when it comes to liver health, gut health, hormone support, thyroid support. Like it is just a comprehensive supplement which is very, very good. Like it's six caps because it's so many goodies, but it's going to be essentially going to fucking blow out your nature's made your centrum silver and your fucking Ollie or whatever these like newer bougie are like marketing toward women, gummy vitamins. Like it's blowing mm. that shit out of the water. And I love it. I take it every day. My husband takes it. My family takes it. <laughs> like it's good. You take it. <laughs> Everyone for Christmas is getting multi- multivitamins for morphogen another one you said that one was six caps the other one actually that is a little bit more i think morpho omega is eight caps eight day and that's gonna be yeah it it is um but you know that's gonna be your omega threes which help with lowering inflammation lowering tg increasing hdl which is your good cholesterol um and then actually this um Omega-3 supplement has um, natokinase in it, which actually helps reduce, you know, um, 
clotting risk factors. So we don't have that buildup in, in our arteries there. Um, helps lower hematocrit, lowers LDL and TG. So it kind of works as, um, you know, an overall whole for our cardiovascular health too in that aspect. Exactly. And like Spokes already mentioned, like vitamin D and K are both fat soluble vitamins. So when you're taking something like Morph Omega, you actually don't even need to pair it with a fat meal because you're getting the healthy omega-3 fats from the fish oil. So you essentially have this product that has, you know, omega-3s, natokinase, D3K2, all being absorbed much more readily than, like I said, like a bullshit supplement when it comes to getting it off like your grocery store shelves. Like when you go to the grocery store and you're getting an omega-3 supplement and it smells rancid, you are not getting those omega-3 benefits. Like if it's a plastic container that is especially like clear, that fish oil has already been denatured. It's already been broken down to where now it is inflammatory. So it's doing the exact opposite of what you think it's doing, which is why it's really important to get proper sourcing of not only all your supplementation, but specifically your omega-3s, which is why like Morphogens is a powder so it's not going to go ox. It's not going to oxidize. It's not going to go rancid, right? So be very wary of where and how you get your supplements, especially your omega threes. Yeah, the brand matters. It definitely does. Mm-hmm. When it comes to supplements, and a lot of people don't know that. Um, you know, and there's a lot of companies out there too, like nature made and all of them. I'm sure, like these, like supplements are not regulated by like any nope. type of. FDA or anything, they don't have to go through testing unless that company pays for it, unless that company wants to prove that what is actually in that capsule or pill that you're taking is actually in it. But like, as far Mm -hmm. as like some type of regulation, there is none for supplements. So like, if you're just getting whatever off the shelf at, at Walmart or wherever it Mm -hmm. more than likely probably is not 100% what it says it is. Yep. Yep, exactly. Next supplement that I like, and I actually will take this at night is Morpho Prime. And it is like an all-in-one organ support. So this is something that I will program specifically for any athlete that has maybe a history of liver issues or kidney issues, a previous history of anabolic steroids, whether oral or injectable, or really any type of enhanced athlete. Reason being is it contains a lot of herbs and botanicals that is going to protect the heart the kidney and the liver. So it's going to help improve your cholesterol profile. It's going to help lower inflammation. Um, it also contains a, uh, you know, a product called CoQ10 or coenzyme 10, which is really important in supporting the mitochondria. And you guys remember when we're in like biology class and like probably middle school, where you learn that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell it literally is. It is the reason why you are alive and thrive. So we want to make sure that we are supporting its function because a lot of these disease states and a lot of states of inflammation is because our cells at the cellular mitochondrial level are inflamed and are not healthy. So by having something that has CoQ10, it is supporting the natural processes of your powerhouse cell. We want to support the powerhouse cell. We want to be powerhouses, right? So support your powerhouse cells. And then it also, yeah, I am a powerhouse. Yes. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. So yeah another great supplement to use. And then, you know, under general health, like NAC, which is N-acetylcysteine. Ooh, yes. We love that. I like my second favorite behind vitamin D. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. Why is it your second favorite? Uh, I just think it has so much. Well, I think mostly because it helps support, protect our liver and so much is filtered through our liver and whether we realize it or not. Um, we have, I'm sure a lot of people will mostly think I'm talking about, you know, steroids and alcohol, but anything in our body pretty much that needs detoxing. So estrogen say, as an example, goes through our liver. Um, So to have a healthy liver, that's able to support all of this is definitely beneficial in our overall health. Um, It also helps improve lung function, improves brain health by regulating um, glutamine. It can improve our immune function, supports our body function of, um, glutathione I can never say this help me glutathione yeah glutathione I don't know what it is I think it's the th glutathione um which is a master antioxidant and regulates in our body um I don't know about you but like do you take yours all in one dose or do you split it morning and night 
Great question. So I take full transparency. I take four caps a day. I go through life extension because um, you guys remember back in, I mean, you guys might not remember, but back in, I want to say 2020, they're like kind of before, like I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not necessarily breaking out my tin hat, but right around the time COVID started to really pop off the, like, I don't know if it was the FDA, but someone was like, we need to stop selling knack and kind of made knack like something very difficult to buy. And so Amazon pulled all knack from their website. And that was where most people got their N-acetylcysteine was from Amazon. So Amazon completely pulled all N-acetylcysteine products, whether it was just the knack supplement or any supplement where it was a proprietary blend or just contained supplement. So life extension like the go of supplement companies when it comes to like formulating supplements other than Morphogen, of course, was like, fuck it, we'll make it a little cheaper for you guys. And I literally bought like 50 bottles to hoard. And I'm finally like got through it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> finally, later. it's three years later, right? But like I panic bought because it is such a powerful supplement that your body needs to function just of all the great things that you mentioned. And so I take four caps. I take it with every meal. So mm. that's 600 milligrams. So 2,400 for the day. And I program this for not only myself, well, Austin programs it, whatever, but like, I take this myself. I program it for my athletes, whether they are an enhanced using PEDs, whether they are in need of extra hormonal support, estrogen detoxification, estrogen dominance, or I just see that they would have benefit from reducing glutamate, which is like a primary, um, the excitatory neurotransmitter in the brain. So if they're having anxiety issues, that tells me that, you know, we're probably not processing things the way we need to. They're having liver issues or kidney issues. Like this is just a great, like all in one, like extreme antioxidant because of how it interacts with creating glutathione, which, which Ash already said is like the master antioxidant in your body. So like if you were like Ash and Spilks, what is the two supplements? Vitamin D3, K2, and acetylcysteine. Like if that's all you can afford, that is going to be great for you and your health. Yeah, no, I agree. I take, yeah, I, I actually really like life extension as well. That's actually where I get my multi from. Um, I don't mm -hmm. use morphogen, but maybe I'll switch. But um, it has um, copper and selenium in it as well. So some of those minerals. Yeah you but um it's it's actually like pretty cheap yeah like you like you mentioned but I take it morning and night I only I split it in two doses so I just do two in the morning mm -hmm. and two at night um for my liver health there but um let's dive into our next topic and I think this is a really good one um gut health supplements because I get a lot of questions about about these so we'll just start it off again as what would you say your like top gut supplement or gut health supplement would be? This is so hard because here's the deal. Like they, they, they they're, they're friends, right? So everyone talks about like pharmacokinetics and pharmodynamics and all of these things, fancy words. I like to talk about drugs and supplements as playing nice together because they are synergistic. They do play a role, but like using fancy words, not only do you sound sometimes like a jackass, but like people don't understand what that means. So when I say they play together as friends, what I mean is they work together to help you feel better. And so for gut health, I will use them all because they play together as friends. And so I like to use glutamine. I like to use aloe vera. I like to use zinc carnosine. And then I also like to use apple cider vinegar, right? I feel like these are the, the cheapest bottom of the barrel scrape that if you want to improve your gut health, you can take these supplements and it will help. Now, I will say with gut health supplements, they should not be Band-Aids. Like for me, the four that I just listed are like maintenance subs, like subs that I like to use to maintain my good gut health. But if you are suffering from poor digestion, these are just going to Band-Aid the underlying cause. So whether you're gassy, you're bloaty, you have acne, you have mood issues, like do not just take these supplements because one, you probably don't know how to program and two, thinking that it's going to change your life will help you to feel better. Yeah, possibly, but it's not killing or fixing bad habits. So just a little disclaimer there. 
Yeah, no, I 100% agree. And that's like another thing too, that we probably should have said at the start is like these supplements are to pretty much enhance your lifestyle already for the most part. It's not going to be a band-aid. Sure. Like you said, it's going to help, but you need yep. to also work on the, the root cause as to why yep. these issues are present. So first one, glutamine, I would have to say this is probably my favorite, um, even though they do all work together as friends, but this is amino acid. It supports um, gut lining and healing. It's a fuel source for the cells in the gut and helps maintain that gut villa, you know, to prevent any bacteria from entering. I currently still take this. Um, I take mine in two doses in morning and night. Um, mm -hmm. I obviously had a lot of gut issues. Um, for those of you that don't know, I had gut dysbiosis. So this was a huge stressor in my, um, protocols and still is I take, um, like 10 in the morning and 10 at night. It's like one, two, two scoops. I think it is, um, yeah. to kind of help with my gut lining and, and healing. And even though my gut dysbiosis is healed, completed, um, my phase mm -hmm. is completed. Um, I still take it. Like Ash said, like this, this is one of her, her daily supplements. Mm -hmm. And the reason why we take glutamine is there are gut bugs in our intestines specifically this strain is called acromantia this is like the big hitter when it comes to what promotes the mucus in your intestinal lighting to make sure that we have a a friendship between all of our gut bugs and so when you take glutamine that is going to help support this specific bacterial strain so especially if you're looking at like like a gi map like if you're noticing that this is this like specific bacteria is high or low there's a reason for it, right? So the reason why we want to take at least 10 to 15 to upwards of 20 grams of glutamine is to support this specific bacterial strain to support the health of the mucosal lining, like Ash said. Why we like to use aloe vera, it kind of heals the gut lining and lowers inflammation and also can treat bacterial imbalances. And so we have glutamine aloe vera and then also zinc carnosine again three friends like they're like the fucking wizard of oz people like glutamine's <laughs> like the lion aloe vera is the scarecrow and then zinc carnosine is the the fucking like tin man right so like zinc carnosine is also going to help improve the gut lining to repair these said mucosal cells and not only that but like zinc carnosine is so powerful where it will help your body's like inflammatory immune cell cascade migrate to the source of the gut like damage right so it like helps propel and gets all the three soldiers there to the yellow brick road to heal your gut right and it's also a powerful antioxidant because again it is zinc right it's a specific form of zinc where it helps support the, the gut health and then you have dorothy which is i dorothy can be my apple cider vinegar this is going to contain acetic acid, which is not as potent as hydrochloric acid. Like, don't get me wrong, but it is really great to help support digestive health when it comes to breaking down nutrients in your stomach, right? Not only is it going to help to support your stomach acid production in a way, it also can reduce your fasting blood, your, not your fasting blood glucose, but your blood glucose after mealtime which is why like, you know, you might see some potential fat loss benefits from it, but it's not a fucking fat, fat burner, right? It's not clenbuterol, it's not a yohim bean. So don't use it as such. Like it's meant to help support digestion. So I think it's a great overall like gut health supplement as well as honestly general health too. So with, you know, drinking this apple cider vinegar, is there anything that you would mention to our listeners, what they should and shouldn't do when it comes to taking it. Cause you know, you I know you asked this question. <laughs> yeah. So honestly, if you want to like take this stuff, you can make like a gut health cocktail. And I really hate that I'm saying it, but essentially it's what it is, right? Like get your Tom Collins glass out and mix some <laughs> shit in, but literally like two scoops of glutamine, 10 gram 10 grams of glutamine, like one or two ounces of aloe vera, make sure it's the sugar-free kind, make sure it's the inner filet leaf. Don't mm -hmm. like it like a sugar outer leaf, like the inner fillet leaf. So one to two ounces of aloe vera, um, like one to two teaspoons of apple cider vinegar, and then mix a little bit of water, mix it really, really good. It's going to be, it's going to not taste great. Cause like the glutamine is pretty, pretty chalky. Um, you know, pop with your one to two caps of zinc carnosine, 
a little bit of water to dilute it, take it like a shot. This is not something you are wanting to put in your water bottle and drink all day. Because remember what I said, it's acetic acid. And although it's not as potent as hydrochloric acid, it's still a fucking acid, right? You're going to be eroding your enamel on your teeth, right? So like, I think it was like 2019, 2018, when like people were shitting themselves for apple cider vinegar, thinking like this was like the secret to why they couldn't lose weight. And then we had all these cavities and dental things come up because people would put lemon juice, which again is a fucking acid, and apple cider vinegar in like their hydro drugs and sipping on it all day. And I'm like, that's not a good idea. So take it like a shot, dilute it because you don't want to burn your throat or fucking ruin your teeth. Cause then you really will have a gut issue. <laughs> that was me. That was me. Like I did that shit. Like I literally would make oh, a I tea. did too, I, bitch. <laughs> fuck, yeah, I would make a tea. Like I don't even know what tea. It was probably some shitty tea from Walmart that you get in the packet. And like I would put the apple cider vinegar in there and fucking lemons in it. And I would sip on that shit for like two or three hours. Like just like a giant ass fucking jug of it. And then lo and behold, yeah, I had like three fucking cavities that year. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And my doctor's like, or my doctor, my dentist is like, are you drinking like sugary drinks? I was like, no, I'm a fucking bodybuilder. Like I'm not drinking all this yeah. sugary shit. What do you mean? And like, now I know I'm like, oh, cool. I was just wearing down the enamel because I was a fucking yeah. idiot and thought I was going to suppress my appetite and have more fat loss for some ungodly <laughs> reason. Yeah, that's like cool. Oh my gosh, that's why it suppresses your appetite because it erodes your tooth enamel away, so you can't fucking eat anything. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. The secret. Secrets out, guys. Secrets out. Oh my gosh. But yeah, those are our our gut health subs. Like it's four. It's simple. Like don't overcomplicate it. And again, don't use it as a band aid. But going into sex hormone support because men and women, y'all, we have a fucking pandemic with low testosterone in both males and females and then estrogen dominance in females with how like their body is processing things or lack thereof but overall like my i would say if i had to pick my favorite sex hormone support man that's hard i know because i immediately want to use morphodite because of all of its like estrogen detox and liver support but at the same time, I also want to pick Tudka because mm-hmm. Tudka is like a triple whammy with gut health, um, gallbladder support, hormone support, liver support, mm-hmm. kidney support, brain health. So honestly, it could go in the general health supplements too. I would pick out of these two, I would pick Morphodite only because Tudka is very expensive in my yeah. opinion. I mean, obviously supplements are, but um yeah, Tudka is a good one, but I think if we're talking like more so specifically sex hormone support, I would say Morphodite because I mean Tudka obviously helps as well, but like you said, it can pretty much yeah cover a lot. So for sticking more to this topic, I would say Morphodite. Yeah, I would say the only reason I would choose to use Tudka over Dite, I think it's Dite, I don't really know, um, is only because of its gut health support. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to argue. We're not mom and dad are not arguing, but I want to provide my perspective. The only reason I would do that is because a lot of the times we have these estrogen dominant type symptoms, our digestion is not good. So because it actually is a water soluble bile salt to help with digestion, it can help improve, you know, elimination and protecting the liver and the kidneys. Whereas with diet, because it has things like maca powder, and dim, you can get those from the diet. So you can actually use maca powder, which is a very cheap supplement. It doesn't really taste that great, but you can use things like maca powder. You can use things like raw cacao uh, cacao powder on like smoothies or in smoothie bowls or on, on yogurt and get the benefits to support your hormones. And then diendylmethane, which is that dim, can actually be created from sulforaphane, which is found in things like broccoli sprouts, um, radish sprouts, broccoli, cabbage, kale. So there are things that we can do to support our, our liver from our foods, which I have a great post on that, where, you know, something like Tudka, yes, we can make sure we are still supporting the liver with all the things I just said, but that's my, that's my thing. Um, because one Tudka is one cat and Mm -hmm. diety is, I think eight. So when I program supplementation, this is really important for coaches. When I program supplementation, not only am I considering the cost 
like mm-hmm. the actual financial cost, then the mental cost of, are my athletes going to need a fucking fish tackle box for all their supplementation? Because some don't give a shit. I'm mm-hmm. one of those. I don't give a shit. If I have my, my tackle box, I have my tackle box, but some have a really hard time taking 30 to 60 supplements a day and they might forget. So if they're forgetting or they don't want to take them, they're not being adherent, which doesn't help them. It doesn't help me. doesn't help us. So I like Tudka for that reason. You can take, you know, one to three caps, depending on what you need versus diety is, I believe, like I said, eight. So that's just my little, like my, my justification. Yeah, no, that's a really good point because too, like if it's financially going to stress them out, it's like, in my opinion, it might not be mm-hmm. even worth that because we know that exactly. stress is just the killer. Stress is the bad guy for real. Stress it it really is. It really <laughs> is. But dieting is great. It improves estrogen detoxification in the liver, which helps to lower your breast cancer risks. There are things that, you know, it helps with promoting like a good pathway for detoxing estrogen and not the carcinogenic one, which is good. It helps also improve estrogen production with that maca powder. So if you are someone that is maybe transitioning off hormonal birth control because your hormones have been suppressed by oral birth control or even an implant, like this can kind of help wake up your ovaries and wake up the signaling from your ovaries to your brain. Um, it also helps with glutathione production the, with some of the ingredients in there and it helps improve ovulation and decreases insulin resistance. So this is something that I might program for an athlete who has PCOS just to help with proper hormone signaling and function and making sure that the ovaries are not continuing to produce more androgens, more testosterone, and, you know, creating that insulin resistance cascade, which is causing all of their symptoms and kind of like all of their, you know, like acne, greasy hair, chins, like hair chins, stuff like that. Like all the bad stuff that PCOS brings that helps to combat that. Yeah. So that, that, that definitely is, is a good one. Like I said, I think it'd be my favorite off the, the sex hormonal support, but our next one that we're going to get into is chase berry. Um, this helps alleviate those PMS symptoms that we have. Um, it also mm-hmm. improves signaling of LH in the brain for the production of our progesterone in the ovaries. So obviously we need that to stimulate our, our period. It gets our body, you know, ready, essentially gets our body ready to, to have a baby, um, regardless mm-hmm. if we want one or not. Um, it helps improve fertility and reduces um, prostate cancer in men. So men, this is good for you guys to take as well. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that, but Chaseberry is not just a lady supplement. Like it really is helping with um, reducing PSA levels on blood work, which for those of you that don't know, PSA is a lab marker tested for men because men have prostates, women do not. Um, it is a marker that the, the, I mean, yo, I, you know what, yo, I'm going to fucking say it. Men have prostates, women do not. When PSA, even Eric's laughing, fuck all you guys. <laughs> for those of you that don't know, like <laughs> for those of you don't know, but when male, like men age, their PSA tends to start to go up. So this specific protein that the prostate makes tends to go up and higher levels are correlated with prostate damage and prostate cancer. And so by taking Chaseberry, it can actually help to normalize those PSA levels and help your prostate because it's a protective mechanism. So a little fun, little fun back there. In case you didn't know, men have prostates and Chaseberry can help. <laughs> if there's anything you get out of this podcast, it's that. But I'm going to have you take it away on Tudka since that's your, your grand slam here. I love Tudka. I take two caps with high fat meal. Cause again, it is a bile acid. So what a bile acid means is it helps to break down fat. So for those of you that maybe have seen like science experiments or maybe baking with your, your significant other, your mom, whatever, when you mix oil and water, they do not mix, right? Like the oil like floats on top. Cause it's, it's not going to like emulsify essentially what the bile acid does like the gallbladder in our body it helps to emulsify the fat so we can break it down and digest it and absorb it. So Tudka is actually a bile acid salt to help you break down fat. So this supports the liver. It supports the gallbladder. Even if you've got your gallbladder removed, you know, RIP to you, but it still supports that production. So that's going to also help support the liver and the kidneys as well with its protective benefits. Also, it's going to help support the pancreas and reduce um, inflammation and insulin resistance. So it has like another double whammy there. 
And then lastly, it also is very protective when it comes to brain health by lowering the inflammation. So it can like lower your risk of Alzheimer's, stroke, obesity, heart disease, diabetes. So it's like a really powerful, powerful supplement, which is why I do like it because it's so good in so many different ways, but not just hormone support. So if someone had their gallbladder removed, would you automatically program Tudka for them? Um, taking into account their financial situation, what they would be willing to make, because not to go off on too much of a side tangent, but there's also a supplement like ox bile or D-limonene, which also helps with the liver, right? Because the liver makes the bile acid. It makes bile. The gallbladder is just a little storage pouch. So it's like the purse, right? So if you don't have a gallbladder, you are just missing out on the purse storing your bile acid, but your liver still makes it, right? So you want to support the liver as best as you can. So you could use something like delimonene or ox bile as well, which are cheaper and have, you know, other benefits to them as well. But I would probably do a heavier hitter with Tudka, especially if we noticed that when they ate a high fat meal, they like immediately shat it out and Mm -hmm. you could see fat droplets and stuff like that because like their body's just like, I can't absorb this shit. So it really, I, I hate to say it depends, but probably. Oh my God. Let me tell you sometimes, like when I was a nurse, obviously you gotta do the dirty job. You gotta clean people up. And I would be like, dude, y'all aren't digesting fats up in this thing. And they're like, how do you know? I'm like, you tell me their shit, man. You see it in it. Yeah. <laughs> you see it and smell it. It smells oh. different. Oh, it smells different. I could, dude. let me tell you guys, you can tell a lot by your poop and the way it smells and the mm-hmm. way it looks for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a little uh, side tangent, but I remember there was this huge weight loss drug I don't remember what it called, what it was called. And I don't remember the exact like mechanism of action in the body, but I remember my dad and my mom took it and they told me about it. And essentially what it did is it blocked fat absorption so they could eat like whatever the fuck they wanted, essentially take this fucking FDA, like fat loss, weight loss drug. And they would immediately shit it out. And my dad would be like, yeah, we would eat a meal, take the pill. And then just go sit on the toilet and the grease from that meal would just come out of them. And that's how they lost weight. I was like, and two years ago, we couldn't buy fucking N-acetylcysteine, but that was okay. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Like what the actual literal fuck? Fuck man. Um, So our next, next topic is going to be sleep support. Um, So we have two, three actually. Um, big hitters here. So one is going to be Morpho Calm. It helps relax the body. It supports our adrenals, improves stress um, resiliency. I took this actually during my first prep ever. Okay. Um, I think it's four caps is what it is. I could be wrong. Um, it, it was four caps. Now it's now, three. Th- oh, now it's nine. three bright orange. I know less caps. I'm trying to think. I think it was white a long time ago. I mean, this was back in 2018, I think. Um, but yeah, you know, so it, it helps support our adrenals, which as we kind of know, secretes our, our court, our stress hormone cortisol raises that up a little bit. So it can help with that. Um, I, when I program something like this specifically, I actually don't put it all right before bed. I started a little bit earlier at, I try and say, Hey, like with your dinner, let's start getting it now. And then, you know, so Mm -hmm. at the time it was four, I was like two caps then, then two caps right before you go to bed to kind of start bringing, um, you know, those cortisol, cortisol levels down to relax the body, to mm-hmm. help you get a little bit more of the calming effect. Hence why it's called Morpho Calm um, to, to relax before you go to bed. Because, you know, I think a lot of people do in this day and age struggle with, with sleep. It's, it's mm-hmm. huge and it's so important for, for a body to recover and to live a healthier lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say Morpho Calm is something you do want to be careful with. Anytime I program adaptogens, I, I mean, anytime I program any supplement, like you have to remember that these are causing physiological reactions in the body. And so if someone has cortisol dysregulation where they're scoring high and low on cortisol symptoms, you know, I am very careful about how I program these adaptogenic herbs when they mess with the adrenals, because some people might have a different cortisol response throughout the day. And if their cortisol is already like flatlined, I don't want to use something like Morphocalm to flatline it even more. Or if someone has really, really high cortisol, once we've you know done like a Dutch test during the, the day, 
but it's still following like a normal pattern, but you can tell they're just like over secreting cortisol in the morning and the midday, I might actually spread out Morphocalm and have them take it like mid morning at lunch and maybe afternoon. So that way we actually lower midday stress. And then if they wanted to have something for sleep support, we can maybe do something like melatonin instead, which is my favorite sleep support supplement. So just a little tidbit there, a little bit, a little bit of education, but it is really great. It contains various ashwagandha extracts, L-theanine. Um, it contains phosphatidylserines, um, which essentially just, again, it calms you down, lowers your anxiety, really, really good. But it's not, not something to play with and throw in willy nilly because Ashton's folks are giving you the, the lowdown. I, I have a question for you. So with certain yeah. adaptogens, like, are you careful to program them um, with people who are on like SSRIs or anti-depressants, um, anti-anxiety, um, benzos and things like that? Yeah, I am a little bit, I'm much more careful with my, um, with my supplements that actually are really, really high methylators. Mm -hmm. Um, because we can actually do, you can get what's called serotonin syndrome, which is really, really not good. Like we're talking like loose control of your body. Like it's, it's it's not something you play around with. Like it is like a real, real medical condition. So I am really, really careful about, you know, programming supplementation with my SSRI clients. Like obviously we're working on gut health because usually the imbalance starts mm. in the gut because I think like something like 60% of serotonin is made in the gut. Yeah. Um, so we do like, we are, we're just careful, right? So we will look at B vitamins. We'll look at magnesium and we'll look at omega threes, but I am very, very careful about programming things like five HTP, which is a precursor. I'm careful with Sam E I'm careful with rhodiola. So really B complex magnesium and omega threes are like just enough while we're focusing on the gut issue, because most people don't want to be on an SSRI. They do want to come off of it. So usually that's the goal, but yeah, I definitely do not program like, uh, Sam E I don't program St. John's war. I don't program, um, five HTP. And I definitely don't promote, um, like tryptophan. Like I don't do tryptophan supplements. Like we can just get that from our protein and improve that um, by eating carbs. So I, yeah, you have to be very careful with that shit. That's, that's a great, great point. Yeah. I know for me personally, um, once I figured out my gut health, this is a a little bit of a tangent kind of related, but once my gut healed from, um, all of my gut dysbiosis, I was able to actually get off of all of my anti-anxiety meds, which was an SSRI as well as my Mm -hmm. sleep meds that I was taking. And, um, I actually, at the same time I got diagnosed with, um, Hashimoto's, I got diagnosed with bipolar disorder and I've been off those meds God too. Well. Um, yeah, they actually say a lot of Hashimoto's clients are misdiagnosed with bipolar because of the, the highs and lows that we experience. So once my gut healed up, once my Hashimoto's has been in order, I have been off of my meds. Obviously I did this with my doctor's discretion. You don't just cut those SSRIs out because you get that SS or that serotonin syndrome, um, which is terrible. Mm-hmm. Said. Um, so yeah, but like you said, it starts in the gut. We fix that. You start to feel a little bit happier and, um, you know, it makes fucking sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My favorite sleep support, I would actually say is melatonin and it's not super sexy. Um, <laughs> but it's so important in regulating your body's sleep wake cycle. And people actually don't know that melatonin is a very, very powerful antioxidant, right? So not only are we getting more restful sleep, not only are we also like promoting like antioxidants right before bed. And so we're getting more restful sleep, maybe getting some REM sleep, supporting our body as it kind of does its house cleaning, um, house cleaning, like sweeping and stuff like that while we are asleep. But a lot of people don't know this, but it's actually really important in supporting um, testosterone mm. function in the gonads and also ovarian function in the ovaries. So it's actually really, again, it's a sex hormone support thing too, um, as well as it's very neuroprotective. So it protects the brain against inflammatory processes. Um, it is really beneficial in lowering risk of Alzheimer's and other like, like cognitive decline aspects. And so obviously as we age, our melatonin um, production can go down, especially if we are just super inflamed and not taking care of ourselves. And so 
like honestly one to five milligrams of melatonin, like right before bed. I, I think it's great. I think it's a great thing. Do you think it can be used as a band-aid though? It definitely can, right? All of these can be used as band-aids, but if mm-hmm. you are someone where you have proven to me that you have like all of your d- rows checked, all your boxes checked, and you're like, I'm interested in trying it to see if it could improve my sleep. Sure. It's one of those things like, yeah, sure. Let's see if it helps. And if it doesn't, we remove it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, but at the end of the day, if the only time I would like, it would be a non-negotiable for me to use is my shift workers. Mm. So like nurses, like people on nuclear submarines, AKA like what my husband used to do. Like anytime we are fucking with our body circadian rhythm, we, we want to use that to help support just a sense of normalcy. Because again, like you can see people who do shift work versus people who have like a typical day job, they're much unhealthier, right? Because they're fucking with their bodies, like sleep wake cycle and it's bad news bears. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, no, I was just curious. Cause when I was working night shift, I abused the fuck out of it. I was taking like 15 milligrams when I got off in the morning. Um, so I was like high dosing myself to, to help sleep. Right, But, but you weren't using it as a bandaid per se, you were using it to support your body because of your schedule. So I wouldn't say, I mean, granted, you could have been doing other shit, like doing the caffeine to like keep you going and like not eating oh. like, you know, on a consistent schedule, like oh, you could have yeah. been fucking up too, but you also just wanted to sleep. So in your case, I'd give yourself a little bit of a break there. Not too much though. <laughs> not Yeah, no, I, my lifestyle sucked at that point. Um, so I would say one of my favorite sleep supplements is L-theanine, which this can be found in, in Morphocalm. It pretty much has, you know, a lot of the same things we've discussed with relaxing, calming, improving stress um, resiliency. You know, it's been reported to, you know, help raise the levels of serotonin and dopamine, um, which we know are, are good for, for health, happiness, and all of that great mm-hmm. stuff. And then, you know, it can also possibly improve our memory and, and learning tasks too. Um, so I usually, I actually favor this um, over melatonin, to be honest with you. And most of my yeah. clients um, try this out first and see how it goes. Um, I think it has a lot of good, good success too. Um, as long as, you know, they're still working on their nighttime routines and, and things like that. But I would have to say, I mean, like, like I said, you can even find it in, in Morphocalm. So if you're taking that, you're already getting your, your L-theanine in anyways. Exactly. Not only are you getting it in, but you're also getting it in at a clinical dose, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like the big thing with supplementation. So all that to say this, guys, I know this was a long one and we like kind of went into the science of a lot of these things, but hopefully you found it valuable. But you know, if you have more questions about it, like, please ask us because we don't want you just programming all of these for yourself because one, it can be very, very expensive. And two, like you might not even benefit from it, but if you are wanting to try, you know, morphogen nutrition out, like you can use my team's code myostrength. So that way you are saving 10% and every little bit helps, right? Especially in this economy, but we do appreciate you guys tuning in as always. And we have another podcast recording this week with a really special guest. And we'll be excited to publish that in a couple of weeks, but take care you guys. Peace. Adios.